to another episode of Challenges and Icons. Um, today I'm talking to Ilana Taub. Ilana is an environmental enthusiast, an entrepreneur, and the co-founder of Snacked, which is a range of deliciously sustainable and healthy fruit snacks wrapped in compostable packaging. Launched in 2013, Ilana and her business partner were inspired by the idea of tackling the issue of fruit and vegetable waste by using surplus fruit which was deemed unsuitable for supermarkets. They turned it into Snacked, and today Snacked is stocked by many leading retailers, including Ocado, Amazon, and Planet Organic. So it's a great pleasure to be talking to Alana about the success story so far and where it's going. So welcome, Alana Taub, to Challenges and Icons. It's a great pleasure to have you here. Great Thank fan you. of your brand. Um, first of all, could we just uh, ask you the question and? and get you to explain what your vision is and your mission for Snacked. Yeah, um, so we started Snacked to tackle food waste. That's the kind of very beginning center of it. Um, but as it's developed, our ambition for it has developed as well. And so now our vision for it is much bigger than just food waste. Um, so we see Snacked as a brand that exists to drive environmental and social change, whether that's food waste or plastic waste like we do with our packaging, or eventually when we grow, uh, it might be other environmental and social issues in the food system. Um, so really it's just making delicious snacks that are healthy and nutritious whilst tackling really big issues that our world is facing today. Mm. And um, obviously waste and waste management is a, is a massive issue at the moment. So in your view, how do we build a better food system and future food culture together? That's a big question. Mm. Um, I think the premise for all of that is that we need to start valuing food more. So I think part of the reason why we waste a lot of it is that uh, we've become very disconnected from where our food comes from and you know, we've um, too many benefits. We've built this food system that, that has optimized systems and that kind of uh, used some of the thinking of industrial um, production to make food. And that's fine because obviously it's helped you know, grow food on a massive scale and feed a lot of people, mm. but with it there's been a lot of negative consequences and the fact that we don't really value it. So that means that massive businesses can waste millions of tons of food a year or even a day and to them it means literally nothing. Mm. Um, and so it's probably just you know a, a change of mindset that we need um, as opposed to anything else because once you change your how you perceive food or how you perceive these things then you'll find a way to solve those problems. So, so who do you think needs to take responsibility for the change of mindset? Is it just happening naturally and organically at the moment in certain areas? Or do you think you know, governments need to sort of be driving this? Or is it the brand owners? Uh, I think it's always, for these questions, it's everyone. Yeah. Um, you know, consumers will blame supermarkets. Supermarkets will blame consumers. And there's government in there and so on. I mean, realistically, everyone just needs to play a part. Mm. Um, in terms of how quickly change can happen, I think if government implements certain policies, then obviously it can make change happen much quicker. Mm. Um, so I'm all for policy change in that sense. And then also, obviously, if industry players change their practices, everyone follows. Mm. So I'm also all for, for them changing quicker than the rest. But at the same time, they have you know, existing businesses, big ships that are harder to change. Um, so it's not, yeah, it's not necessarily easy. I don't blame them for not 
changing as quickly as they do. Uh, but, but everyone, consumers need to take some responsibility, businesses, and then government as well. So, which is why I suppose really you are, um, you know, you, activism if, is, is a great way to create change at a government level and you're committed to building a global movement of snacktivists, which is yeah. a, a nice kind of way of kind of uh, you know, making it a very sort of friendly and approachable sort of way. So let's hear a little bit more about your ideas for activating food communities to become these snacktivists. What's your ideas behind this? Um, so I guess the, the basis behind that was, you know, we, we wanted to do something in food, one, because it's one of the most environmentally destructive industries. But then the flip side of that is that we all eat food every day, three times a day. Um, and particularly in snacking, actually people snack a lot. So we saw that as an opportunity to communicate with people and engage people many times a day. Mm. And that was kind of the, the thinking behind Snacked and, and the kind of brand behind it on how to engage people. Um, and then everything we do with Snacked and how we communicate it is always focusing on the positive or the solutions. You know, people have seen, people know there's trash in the oceans. People know there's mountains of food. We never share any kind of doom and gloom photos. We never share any of that because other people are doing that and have done that enough. Um, and it's actually quite depressing and probably makes people not want to do anything because mm. the issues seem so big. So rather than that, we try and focus on the positive um, and you know, lots of little things that people can do. So obviously, ultimately, hopefully they buy our snacks because that means that you know, we're doing better, but it means we have a bigger impact. But it's not just that we share all sorts of other things that people can do in their own lives on, on lots of little actions that eventually add up to something bigger. Mm. Yeah, it's very clear from the tone of voice of the brand and you know, your, your online and mobile presence that you're taking a very, uh, I suppose, joyful sort of um, expression on the issues that other people can take a very sort of uh, worthy and doom and gloom approach to. And it's yeah. uh, nice to see you do that. And uh, sustainability is, is obviously a big part of what you're, you're talking about. and, and it's inherent in snack in, in, in a number of different ways. So what roles should brands play in creating a more sustainable future in your view? Um, well, you know, we, we associate with brands all the time and people look to brands, whether it's food or other things, to kind of build their own um, identities. And so in that sense, I mean, you're from a design agency, so I'm sure you know that design influences people a lot in how they behave. Um, so brands should use that to their power to influence people to have more sustainable lifestyles. Mm. Um, you know, it's by making, on the, on, on the kind of, not government and business side, but on the kind of individual side, it's lots of little things that eventually make bigger changes. Um, you know, I think it, it's much more impactful to have millions of people who reduce their meat intake by 50% than having three hardcore vegans. So if we have bigger brands that can influence people to make these little changes, little, um, yeah, little by little, sorry, I'm repeating myself. But anyway, on, on a kind of small scale, it'll eventually add up to something bigger and maybe we have a chance of actually solving the kind of nightmare that we face. Mm. And I mean, it's interesting, you say that design agencies sort of, you know, know and understand this thing, we, we, we do, but sometimes we, we have very little control over kind of the sustainable impact that we want to make on a, on a, uh, on a client's brand to make it maybe more environmentally friendly through the choice of packaging, for example. And, um, you know, we are, you know, you use, you've made a, a conscious choice to use a compostable uh, packaging substrate, which is, mm -hmm. I think, very good evidence of it going all the way through your, your entire product and, and uh, product experience. So just tell me a little bit about the packaging that you're using. 
So it's a it's quite a new film. It's only been around for about a year and a half, um, yeah, maybe two years. Um, it basically behaves like a fruit peel, so like a banana peel or an orange peel. You put it in your home compost or any kind of food waste scraps, and it'll decompose in about six months and then just return to the natural cycle. So it just has zero negative impact on the environment. Yeah. And being compostable, it's actually putting something positive into the environment as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not, um, it's not obviously as uh, nutritious to the earth as natural things, but it's, yeah, it's providing some nutrients back to the earth. Sure. So let's come back to you as a challenger brand, um, and because uh, I think you are, and, and your attitude is, is that. Um, so do you see yourselves um, challenging this, the, uh, the, the snacking giants, um, or is it other areas that you're thinking about challenging at the moment? Um, I was laughing with some of your staff about that question earlier. Um, it's, it's flattering that you see us challenging the slacking giants because I think, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis, that is not what it feels like because starting a company is very difficult. Um, and when you're fighting against these big giants, it, you know, doesn't seem like you're challenging much. Um, but yes, it is against those that, you know, it's against the big um, establish snacking businesses that we're going after. When um, you know, when people ask me if we're competing against other brands or smaller companies that are doing things in this area, whether on sustainability or health and so on, I'm saying no. It's actually like all of us together should challenge the big guys. Um, and actually, I think you'll find that in London, a lot of the food startups are really cooperative. Um, we're not really. I haven't. I have, you don't really get a kind of atmosphere or competitiveness mm. with all the kind of small, well, small to medium-sized food startups. Mm. Everyone's <clears throat> super friendly, helpful. We all kind of share experiences and learnings. Um, and I think, it, yeah, because everyone's conscious that we're fighting the big guys who have millions in marketing budgets. Yeah. But you, you can make an impact if you're creative and you, yeah. you know, use media very originally in the and in a truthful way, the way that you do, which is like core to your brand. So, you know, I think you're, you're punching above your weight and, um, and that's always a, a nice thing to sort of see with challenger brands. So having talked to you about being a challenger to the bigger brands, what challenges do you see that you face particularly um, as you establish yourself in the market? Yeah, um, actually on messaging, it's quite challenging for us because we have so many messages to shout about. So, you know, we have, obviously our food waste mission. We have our packaging mission, which is finding plastic waste. Um, then we have to talk about flavor because ultimately that's what people buy snacks for. Um, we also have health, you know, I haven't even mentioned that yet, but all of our snacks are made with super simple ingredients. We don't use any additives, preservatives, anything. Um, and actually finding the right balance and the right kind of messages to pull out at different times has been probably one of the most challenging things that we have to do. And we're still working on it. I, I don't think we've uh, nailed it yet. Right, well, it's, things are always a yeah. work in progress. Yeah. Um, um, so to build a, a snack brand out of waste food and turn it into something healthy and nutritious and uh, tasty and, and uh, be a challenger, um, you know, it took some vision and, and uh, ambition and you know obviously a lot of energy and um, ideas. Um, we understand you built the brand partly out of uh, crowdfunding. Yeah. Um, can you tell us a bit about that experience? I mean uh, it's been around for some time crowdfunding but it's yeah. still be useful to hear um, how that was um, in maintaining you, you as an independent business. Yeah so we, we've done two crowdfunding campaigns. 
We did one at the very beginning, which was, I think, four years ago. Um, and then we did a second one last year. The first one um, was great in terms of getting kind of validation for our idea and the concept that we had, which was just to make snacks from surplus produce at that time. Um, and building an initial crowd uh, of supporters. And I mean, to this day, there's a lot of people that we met on the back of that crowdfunding campaign who have been helpful and, you know, just building our network who might introduce us to this and that person who then help you grow your business. Mm -hmm. um, so I think crowdfunding is not really about the money. It's more about the kind of marketing that you get out of it, but also just the network that you build from it. Mm -hmm. um, and people like, you know, they like to, to get, I mean, especially I think if you're trying to do good, people like to be part of that journey. Mm. Um, so crowdfunding is a great opportunity to bring those people on board. Mm. Um, and then last year we did it because we launched a second product range and we're like, oh, well, we launched the first one in the crowdfunding. It just makes sense to launch the second one that way as well. Mm. Um, and you get to make a fun video with a green gorilla running around. So, you know, there's a fun video with a green gorilla. A green <laughs> gorilla, yeah. <laughs> so there are, you know, little bonuses from uh, mm. doing crowdfunding. You can just you know, do whatever you want and be as creative as you want. Yeah, yeah. Which is always fun. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, I mean, you're talking about creativity, really. Um, <clears throat> you know, the, the, the idea of growing it from scratch and, and uh, bringing it to market and maintaining it and building it. Um, it feels like the brand is just wrapped up in original creativity, stuff which feels like it's coming from you and your partner. Um, so, culture and creativity, feeding off each other. Um, how do you think we can help achieve this in, f in future going forwards? From the beginning, you know, we've always said we want to do things that is 100% true to what we are. Mm. Um, and whilst obviously we look at other brands and so on for inspiration, we'll never want to copy anyone mm. um, because it's, it's boring. Mm. And then um, it's also not going to be true to who you are. And I think, like, um, being genuine is not something you can fake and so that's something you know as a person and I guess that's reflected in Snack as a brand Mike and I are both very genuine honest transparent people mm. um, and that's not the most exciting um, but ultimately that means that, that we always do things our way and then the way that's translated into mm. the snack brand but then we have worked with you know other creative people who've helped us kind of pull out as well and bring to life um, the creative thinking that we had behind it. Mm. So it's definitely not, you know, just the two of us. Mm. Well, I, I, th I feel that uh, in, in that respect, that, that's, a, that's a good answer. You, know, uh, you, uh, you said it, it's, it's hard to fake being genuine, that's yeah. what you said. Uh, although in today's day and age, I think there is a lot of fakeness around. So yeah. I think when people see genuineness, they actually sort of feel it as well. And I think that's probably the most important thing. Um, but anyway, so um, we've gone from one product format to two product formats. Um, so you're innovating and bringing new things to, to, the, to the market. What, uh, without asking you to sort of betray any secrets about what you might be doing in the future, mm -hmm. um, tell us a bit about your innovation process and how you come up with ideas and yeah. product formats and things like that. Yeah, um, so it's pretty, it's not that complicated. We look at two things which are, you know, one is that we are, a snacking, a health snack brand. So we have to look at trends in that and see what people want um, and what are the kind of yeah trends in that, whether it's veganism or free from snacks or what kind of formats, is it bars and so on. 
Um, and then on the other side, we look at what are issues in the food system, and then we kind of try and pair those together. So the banana bars that we launched last summer, um, that came from well, exactly that kind of thinking. So on the one side, we knew that 1.4 million bananas go to waste in the UK every single day. What's the number? 1.4 million Right. every day. So we were like, that's crazy. We want to find a way to use bananas in a creative, uh, in, a, in a creative, delicious way. Um, and then the first step was really to spend a bunch of time in the kitchen trying to play around with different snacking formats. But then after that, we also did research around, you know, what are the formats that work well in snacking and so on. And then we saw that every kind of health bar is made with dates. And at the same time, bananas are the most popular fruit in the UK. And we're just wondering why there are no bananas, well, banana bars, sorry. So that's the kind of, we put those two together. Um, and then, yeah, going forward, we'll have the same kind of mm. thinking. Um, but it doesn't, you know, also, ultimately, we're not just going to be doing fruit. Um, we want to look at other, you know, savory snacks. You can look at byproduct of food and manufacturing. There's a company in the U.S. doing very cool snacks made out of um, spent grain from the brewing process, so mm. the kind of grain that's left over. Mm. Um, so, yeah, there's... There's so, I mean, if we're, even if we just focus on the waste part of our food system, there are so many opportunities. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, our ambition also goes beyond that. Mm. And uh, who comes up with the names for all your products? Um, Is that you and your partner? Yeah. 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 No, they're great. <laughs> Thanks. The, uh, the banana anarchy. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, no, that was with, uh, with an agency that we worked with. Okay, cool. Well, it's, um, uh, but a lot, of, a lot of it is, yeah, us. It's, it feels like a very... Or the slogans as well that we have on, yeah, that anarchy in the UK and yeah. make bars, not wars. Yeah. That was, actually, that was uh, one person who works for us on our team. Cool. It feels like it's all coming from you all the time. Yeah. Uh, which, which, which is, uh, you know, obviously uh, a nice thing. Um, so let's talk about sort of the future and a sustainable future. Um, are there any, you know, maybe, maybe you started to answer that, that question already with talking about some of the product areas you might be going into, but um, are there any new particular challenges that you look at as ones that you are saying, yeah, that's what I want to take on as part of a sustainable future? Um, I mean, food waste and plastic waste are such big issues that mm. we've got quite a lot of time that we can, or quite a lot of space to grow into before we have to look at anything else. Mm. Um, but I think one that really excites us, and it's staying in food waste, but it's looking at developing countries where there's a lot of food waste as well, and it's for different reasons. Um, it's mostly because of lack of infrastructure. Mm. Um, but then it also means that you know farmers suffer from lost revenue, and there, the impact on their individual livelihoods is much bigger. Um, so when, yeah, when we're kind of, when we have the scale to do that, I think that's the kind of next step that we'll want to do is try and tackle food waste in developing countries. Mm, great. Well, um, you got off to a great start. Um, it's uh, very exciting, delicious, and, um, and obviously a very good product all around. So uh, thanks very much for talking to us today. Um, really insightful. Wish you the best of luck. Thank you. So, Alana Taub, thank you very much. <laughs> thanks for having me. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs>